Hello and welcome to ASMR Tirar de Huello. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, we want to make sure you know how much we appreciate you. Thank you for listening and being a part of our podcast family. If you enjoy what we do, please take a moment to share your favorite episode with someone. It really does help our podcast grow. Good afternoon. Come on in. It's good to see you. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Sometimes you just need a friend to talk to, you know? Um, yeah, I think a lot of people out there, especially people that listen to my um, work, are going through a lot of things right now. So it doesn't surprise me you have a lot on your plate and would like to have someone to talk to. Sometimes it's nice to have a friend to talk to and just listen for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be a funny show where the guy just comes on and sits there and listens for a half hour and goes... That was really cool. I'm glad you told me that. Thanks for coming. See you later. And it just ends. <laughs> I, uh, I've been really limiting how much I talk to people myself. And I don't mean texting or, you know, sending a nice message, but, you know, just talking over and over and over on the phone with people. Not because I don't want to, but I've been so creatively and mentally drained the last, I think, year or so that I really need to clear my thoughts. Just sometimes you can't decompress. Your brain just won't let you slow down. It won't let you let go of things. You know, I've had a lot of life changes in family situations. Um, my kids are growing up and um, I've had, I've lost a few people in my life. Um, I didn't come out of COVID and the uh, 2020 election unscathed. I lost a lot of people and uh, I don't want to dare put my problems on the table in front of you. Um, there's that old saying, if you brought four people together in a room and you all put your problems on the table and you looked at each other's sets of problems, you'd uh, all pick up your own problems and walk back out. And I've always kind of felt that way. I know my life has been good in some ways and difficult in others. 
but I know I would always pick up my own problems and go back home and deal with them because I see what others have on their plate. I have, I've seen the problems others have laid out before me on a table. And I wouldn't wish any ill will on those dear, dear, dearest friends. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know how to help them sometimes. I, I know sometimes all the platitudes and positive thinking that a person like I try to, I, I try to, you know, I try to emulate eternal optimism and, and always be positive but sometimes you have to look in the mirror even at yourself and others around you and realize that you can't solve all the problems out there you know and you have to focus on what you can do and it's not easy it's not, well, there's no easy solution. There's never an easy solution. See, I'm like the old school dad, you know. I'm, I like to tease and say, my nickname's the wallet. You know, you've got the wallet, the keys to the kingdom, the money. And the wallet can fix things by just opening up and throwing a few bucks at something and you fix the problem. But it doesn't work that way, does it? I think we would all kind of agree with that. That doesn't always work like that. It's... You can't just throw money at problems or quick fixes or just take a kid or a loved one to a doctor and one little visit, everything's fixed. It's sometimes you've got a long, long road of recovery and healing in front of you. And you've got to focus on things that you can accomplish now. You have to focus on things that you can accomplish now or in the very near future. You know, like when I say now, I mean like, you know, right now, instantly or tomorrow or the next day. You know, like, um, because there's other things that you just can't fix. You just can't change the course of what's going on around you in life and, uh, with family and friends and loved ones. You just can't do anything about it. And I know that's frustrating, but no matter how hard and dire and things get and how much of a struggle things can be I am still eternally optimistic because there is always something you can do even in the case of a total loss total failure you can still admit it put a smile on your face and hold somebody's hand or give them a hug and tell them it's going to be okay. If we have nothing else, we have each other to comfort each other and love and help each other. You know, so what? We screwed up. 
You know, there was a time in my life when I was so worried about success or being successful, I didn't know what, which way to go. You know, young men are like that. They don't, they don't know which direction to go in life. They don't know what to do with their energy. And you always think, oh man, at my age now, I wish I had that energy, that drive, that uh, aggressiveness that I had when I was younger. With the brains that I have now, the wisdom I have now, oh my gosh. And you have to remember that it was those years that were formative. And all those events that happened that formed the person you are now. You know, when you got picked on or saw people picked on and teased and you saw failure and you got pushed down and you realized that that hurt so much, you didn't want to see others go through that, at least not alone, and you learned to help them. You learned to help people and be sympathetic and loving and caring and not laugh and be part of the problem and be a bully or intimidate and push people around for your own desires and needs. And I think we forget that. Like, I remember this friend telling me one time he was listening to these positive thinking, positive reinforcement tapes. Back then they were little cassette tapes on how to be successful in life, how to change your outlook and how to improve yourself as a human being. And he was listening to these little, you know, four-hour audio series on how to become a smarter person. And uh, I was asking him how it was going, and he was listening to it, and he goes, I am the most successful loser I know. If you want to know anything about losing, ask me, because I am a well-accomplished 100% failure and I am really good at it and I was like well, that doesn't sound like those tapes helped you very much because you calling yourself a loser and a failure and you're saying you're proud of it he goes no and he went back to the beginning I am a failure I was very good at it I did a great job of it I've accomplished it I achieved failure. And knowing that, you know, I can go forward by admitting it and realizing, you know, you were a darn good loser. You want to be a loser the rest of your life? Keep on doing it. Or you can get up and start making changes. And it really affected me when he told me that. I... I had a nice car, I had an okay job, not a good job, okay job, and I thought, geez, maybe there's something there, you know, um, yeah, like, we always look at, you know, I wish I had this, and I wish I had that, something just out of reach, something out of my grasp, but have you ever really looked inwardly and saw all the blessings and the good things in your life? I know saying you're a accomplished loser sounds like being a failure and sounds like a negative thing but what he was trying to say or what he was trying to teach himself was okay you screwed up 
and you're a loser and you're a failure and you know how to be that so you're an excellent loser you are an accomplished achiever of failure now you know that so how do we build from there how do we prevent that from happening again because we know how to do that we know how to be a lazy worthless bum and a failure and a jerk so how do we stop being that because we're an expert at that so we know how to do that very well how do we stop doing that and start becoming an achiever we want to avoid the things that we've already accomplished and we know how to avoid it because we've done it before we're very good at it so let's work on things we can fix and things we can do to improve our lives now for the better because we already know how to be a complete and utter loser so there's no challenge in that and I found that uplifting as hard it is it is to believe I found that one of the most uplifting conversations in my mind I can see my friend standing there in his room brimming with confidence and truly realizing what it was to be like to become an adult not a young struggling guy working part-time or full-time or whatever he was at the time (laughs) sorry at Radio Shack struggling to make money driving a car with a pen stuck in the window of the the seal of the window to keep it up on the driver's side the window was broken and the car was all you know banged up on the front end and every other thing that was wrong with it and he was learning you know I don't want to be that person anymore. And the only way that's going to change is if I change. And I know what I'm doing now that's holding me back. And I know what I've done to ruin things up to this point. And I've got to start making better choices and better decisions. And when somebody gives me an opportunity to talk, I better be prepared to say something that, you know, maybe not impresses them, but gives them the right information so that they can help me, if possible, make these improvements in my life. And that friend went from a very struggling life to a very, very successful life. Took him several years to get back into school get his education and move on and and uh, get a very good business going I don't want to say too much about him and uh, he moved away and he found you know sometimes a move sometimes a change is as good as a rest they say you know change of location change of environment helps boost your confidence it shakes things up you know forces you out of your 
complacency and out of your norm and makes you move around and struggle. And that struggle sometimes is very therapeutic for you because human beings are creatures that have to constantly be on the move or they become sedentary. And when they become sedentary, sorry, you become lazy and you just settle for things in life. And I think that change can really shake you up, get you moving. And my friend was one of those people that did succeed because of that. He did not want to go back to being the failure that he was. Why would he? He already knew how to do that. And that always stuck with me. And I look on Facebook and look, you know, look once in a while at his page and he's doing so well in life and he's got a wonderful family and he's just doing great and I couldn't be more happy for him. And, you know, it's a good story with a good ending. And the, the greatest part of it is his story isn't even close to being written yet. He has years and years and ages in front of him left to live a full life. He's healthy. He's doing fantastic. He's successful and he's got a whole another life in front of him of challenges and opportunities. And I can't wait to see how all of that plays out for him. And I would hope if he did look at my page on Facebook and see that I raised my kids and watched them graduate high school and do very well in college and go out and find wonderful spouses and all the places in the world I've seen and how hard I've worked to make myself successful, then he would be happy for me too. You know, just because people don't talk as much as they used to or, you know, keep up with each other like they used to, and they move farther and farther away from each other, and, you know, life just has a way of pulling people and pushing people back and forth in life and doesn't mean you don't care about each other or want to talk it just means you've got to make mental changes in your life that get you out of your norm you got to shake things up sometimes sometimes a change is as good as a rest you've got to force yourself out of complacency out of being lazy. Some people would say I'm a hard worker. I've even had people tell me I'm a workaholic. But a lot of times I have been told by others that I'm lazy because I've gotten sedentary in my normal routine. I don't have enough challenges in my life. If you can believe that. I'm not busy enough with a YouTube channel a weekly podcast, keeping up with family and friends, helping my kids and um, friends that I love so much. And then on top of that, I'm working a full-time job that has a lot of overtime involved. 
work every holiday, <laughs> just about. A lot of people would say, wow, Mike, you're not lazy by any means. But in a lot of ways, I have accomplished my goals in life and become, you know, with my accomplishments, with my successes, sedentary, lazy, no, no new challenges. And I've got to make changes. I've got to shake things up. I've got to get moving because, like I said before, human beings are creatures that move, march, run, keep moving, keep hunting, keep gathering, keep working. When you get lazy, you put a target on yourself. And you don't want to be a target. You know, when people focusing in on you and zoning and zooming in on you, you want to stay moving. Moving targets are harder to hit. So, I know these are silly analogies, but they do help you think. Now, I really enjoyed talking to you today, but now I want to listen to you. I've talked enough. I think it's important that you know that I will listen and I will talk to you. I've already accomplished that. I've just talked for the last 20 minutes. Now, it's time for you to be heard. And it's time for me to hear what you have to say. So I want you to sit down. If you need to, write me an email. Make me an audio. Write me a letter. Just go ahead and do it. But I want you to take this opportunity to be heard. I want you to write down what's bothering you. And I want you to get it out of your system. And I want you to try and let it go. From this day forward, I want you to tell yourself, okay, this is what I have to say. This is what I said. These are the problems that I have. I want you to pick them up. I want you to physically pick up that media that you made your problems on, whether it be paper, your iPhone tablet, or, you know, a video or a cassette, or a CD or a computer, put it in your hands, and I want you to tell yourself, from this day on, I understand what the problems are. I've verbally acknowledged them. And I'm going to fix the things that I can fix. I'm going to improve things that I can improve every day going forward. And the things I can't fix, I'm going to just let them go. Doesn't mean I don't care. Doesn't mean I don't want to fix them in the future. But there's nothing I can do about that now. 
So I'm going to focus on the things I can do. I'm going to focus on things that I can accomplish. And in that respect, I am and I will be successful. And you know what? You will. I want you to try that. And I want you to let me know how it works for you. Okay? All right. Until I see all of you again, please have a most blessed day. And know that I care about you very much. I am your friend, Dr. Andrew Michaels, and I will always be here to help you. Take care, and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Huello. Please take a moment to share, rate, and review this podcast. It really does help. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song, Atlantis, is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardehuello at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.